Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome to the Tony. Oh, I'm Tony. And Dakota podcast. We're here with another very special guest. This one's going to be a fun one, guys. We brought Adam on to stir up some controversy, to have some fun. Maybe we'll even say a cuss word or two during this podcast. Hopefully not, but maybe, but possibly. They can't promise anything. This is Adam Marino. Uh, I first met him at the YMCA when he was a financial advisor, but the most exciting thing that I think he's doing that people are going to want to be part of and do is the Brew Hound bus company. He does bar tours around Fort Wayne. Um, the last time we went, I think we went to like four or five different bars, and he's got the hookup on all of it. He can get you cheap prices on all the food and get you a little bit of a discount every time you go in. It's awesome. Uh, also, he's working on a podcast, too. Uh, he may be shooting some podcasts out of uh, this facility or our podcast room. Uh, we just need to make sure that we're on the side of that bus first. So this is Adam, our friend Adam Marino. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, thanks for coming on, bro. Excited. I was thinking uh, we should we should have had like alcohol or something. Made this like the party bus thing. <laughs> right, like, right. <laughs> this place could be on wheels. I yeah. Feel like you guys do everything else. Well, that's what we're trying to do, man. We're trying to get uh, uh, LTD on the wheels. Right. Right. Yeah, and then we'll just have it all over on the inside too. A bunch of drunk real estate agents. I don't care what we buy as long as historically it goes up in value. So we got just got to figure right. out. Right. It doesn't really matter. It could be a piece of wood that you flash around. <laughs> a piece of wood. As long as it's worth more later. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Well, sweet, man. Well, uh, where do I, you want to start? I met you at the YMCA. Yeah, so I met you first, for sure. Yeah, and I remember talking to you, and uh, we were talking about your property, and you wanted, like, value on it. You wanted to figure everything out, and then uh, I kept coming back to you, and then you're eventually like, yeah, I'm going to list it with uh, Reagan Stackhouse, so. <laughs> Shout out to the homie, Reagan. Shout out to Reagan. <laughs> well, and my dad performed her marriage ceremony mm -hmm. and she's now like a, a sister to me um but what's crazy is i didn't know that you guys did some of the stuff that i would end up start doing alongside alex who not i don't remember what episode number it was but i know he was on the show as well mm -hmm. so if you saw that episode of alex with atc properties mm -hmm. I was uh, with him going to Indianapolis, working on deals, uh, definitely got into that wholesale game and was doing pretty well. And that's how I really got connected more with you guys. But at first I had just met you, Tony, and then we got connected again through either a deal or something. And that's when I met the other, the D of the LTD. Um, you got to have the D. I mean, because she usually wants it. Um, so I have my Dunder Mifflin shirt on. So I say, right. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who is assistant to the regional manager? <laughs> trying to think. Who would who would be? Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> yeah. That would be funny if he chimes in. No, I'm assistant regional manager. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> assistant to. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how we met. And then we've kind of broed out a number of times. Definitely the bus was a cool thing that I want to get back into as far as having a real estate investor bus mm -hmm. where it's like 15 bucks a person mm -hmm. and you just come on the bus and we'll go to, like you said earlier, like three or four different places, whatever. Um, I do get free stuff wherever we go. 
And what's really cool is they take reservations for us, even though at some of these places they don't take reservations, but they do with me. Mm-hmm. So that makes it really cool. You feel like a king, just get in and sit down and get your stuff. And mm-hmm. so I know you guys been, have been on it multiple times. Well, let's well let's talk about uh, let's talk about how you got into wholesaling first because I think that sure. people are really going to want to know about this bus thing. So you guys got to stay tuned. Yeah, for yeah. that. So let's talk. How did you get hooked up with Alex? How did that whole thing start? So this is a fu- it's a funny story. So this is a four hour show, right? There's plenty of- <laughs> <laughs> zoinks. So <laughs> so I met Alex. Adam's his own commentator. <laughs> So what's funny, you guys need to YouTube or look up Jim Gaffigan if you don't know who he is. He's the comedian from Indiana who heckles himself. Mm. So I kind of, I enjoy that. So sometimes I'll heckle myself. He's like the redhead guy, right? Yeah, and he's super pale, and he's like, what is he doing? But he's like commenting on himself. Yeah, That's funny. So sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? Like, So I met Alex uh, as we were training for to be a financial advisor which shortly after is when i met you working part-time at the y which i still do gotta love the y so we met and we're as different as can be like i'm a a sports junkie like watching the shows whatever cool show is on and he works in a nerdery and has his nerd glasses on (laughs) and like is just that guy but the guy that you trust with your finances 100 right and so he helped shaped my brain into being an entrepreneur. And now I am a full-time entrepreneur. I quit on my nine to five jobs. I've quit them all and I'm all in. So most of your listeners are geared for that kind of thing as well. So I can, I've, that's why I was excited to be on the show because I felt like if I can help just even one person, like if this moron can actually like pay his light bill, I feel like I can do pretty well. <laughs> you can do pretty well, buddy. So we met and we would go on road trips because training was in Indianapolis and they put us up in a nice hotel and all that Salesforce. Like it was legit training phenomenal. So we got your relationship with a man or a woman gets sped up to a new level when you're practically living with them instead of just hanging out for coffee twice a week. It's a lot different when you're practically living, right? Mm -hmm. So we got to be like really close, really quick. And I learned a lot from him and we were doing our thing, financial advising, you know, and then he was wholesaling on the side and I never really knew. We would talk properties all the time because that's what he was into, you know, it's what he's passionate about. And I would be like, man, I really want to get into that because my parents own properties I don't know much about it. I'm an only child because my parents got it right the first time. So it's like, I got to figure this out. It's all on me. And he's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm happy to show you. And, you know, this was around the time when you were trying to get me to probably sell with you, you know. And so he's like, hey, I need help. You're really good with writing scripts. What do I want to say? I launched a thing on Facebook. Alex buys houses. I did all this, you know. I need some help of when they're interested, like, can you want to work with me and do some stuff? I'm like, oh, that'd be awesome. Well, then on accident, I made a sale, which technically I'm not allowed to do while with my other company. Mm. And so it was easy then, though, for me to say, like, hey, I kind of want to do this with Alex, with Alex now. Did you have, like, a Schedule 7 or, like, a Schedule – isn't there, like, a, a classification you get when you become a financial advisor? So you you have to be – 
you have to get your series six and like all that's that. what it is i knew but, it was a number <laughs> yeah but they give you a year and alex and i both had not accomplished it yet and uh we were just able to talk life insurance and then when it got and, and planning budgets and stuff that i got really good at I, I still like doing if anyone needs help um i learned a lot but uh the big thing was if we had to do financial like investments, we would have to pull in joint work and whatever. And that's their shtick is like to get, you know, help above you. But anyway, that didn't work out. Wholesaling though, the CRM was sick. He knew someone who made the CRM, the CRM exactly for real estate wholesaling. So it would do stuff that other CRMs uh, don't do. I know you guys have an amazing CRM because you talk about it all the time. So. I'm sure it's awesome, but I will say Alex was pretty good too. Um, so we were able to keep track of everything. It was awesome. Uh, I handled all of, you know, going out to the properties, taking pictures. I was the face. You could say like I met with them and let them know, hey, this is what's going to happen. Our other partners are going to come in to take a look. You know, it's not like a real estate agent. You don't have to clean up. We're not looking at dirt. We're looking at the walls and looking at things that we want to improve upon, things like that. Because wholesaling isn't the easiest thing with navigating people. We have actually had to navigate the same person before off of close to where you live. I remember, can't remember the guy's name or the street, but you know what I'm talking about. You're like, good luck with that guy. Yeah. And like, so. Did it, did it end up working I, out? I don't remember. I don't honestly, so. do I you saw tell it, sale it, still it on Charlotte? Out. Yeah. yeah, yeah do, you, do you know if oh, it. Oh, I know. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, we're, we started traveling in the same circles, honestly. And like, you know, with ATC properties with Alex and we would stumble across the same house or, yeah, we used to have that house. And like, well, now we have it or yep. whatever, you know. And it's cool when you work in in that space with people that you trust yeah. because technically of course i'll be the first to admit we were competition but there's plenty of pie to eat yeah and i'm fat like <laughs> I, so but it's like, um, I'm seen. i mean it wasn't we didn't look at it like that like right. we just looked at it as those are cool dudes and they're doing their thing and we're doing our thing like yep. it, and it was really fun and i think my for what i know which is the least amount between anyone that does any wholesaling or, or anything. I know the least, but I feel like the masses of people at first don't know what they have. So when you say, I'll give you 40 grand, they're like, oh, okay. But now people feel like they know what they have and it made it more difficult for us. And it just didn't work out to, continue in that space the way atc properties was built but i see alex all the time we go to lunch all the time i was just with him a couple days ago for the holiday uh it, i mean so it's great and i love being still i feel like i'm grandfathered in the wholesale community that i'm always welcome in anything that's going on like you know i can come here and play ping pong and get beat which is okay because why don't you ask him what the score was the very first time we played pickleball a few days ago? Ask him if he even scored a point. 
That was unfair. <laughs> See? See, this is this is this is what we get is the excuses. So well, well late, wait a second. Who came back and then yeah, uh, smacked you and then no, went no, seven and it wasn't, and oh. it I wasn't went seven and oh after that with, It uh, wasn't smacked because at least we scored a point. Well, so 11-0 skunk. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> yeah, because he knows. No, you stuff. know why. But we're not gonna say anything. No, because I'm good at pickleball. That's why. <laughs> Ask the YMCA, they know too. He's yeah. <laughs> like, I'm YMCA certified. <laughs> Adam, Adam just like pulling like little 10 year old kids from like day camp and it's yeah. like, hey, you want to hey, play some go? pickleball? Boom, in the chest. First time? Great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's your first time? All right. I'll probably verse you. I don't want you on my team. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, I think, I feel like. Uh, Alex Clark and ATC Properties, they came on really strong. They had a lot of hedge fund buyers, so you guys were, like, maximizing every single deal and making a bunch of money on every single property. And then when it started to slow down and you started making less per deal and it got more complicated with the overhead, and the title man, work and was everything was, like, getting yeah. complex. Mm-hmm. And then you were dealing with people that we were dealing with. And uh, I feel like you guys went, came on really strong, made a lot more money than we did at that time, and then like kind of fizzled out more. Tapered we kind of yeah. stayed consistent, and then like, now we've built it up more. And, and Alex's bread and butter, honestly, is now, in general, not buying properties. It's actually buying businesses. So businesses that struggle that he can pull, pull up alongside and say, give me your QuickBooks, I'll handle it. I'll do this. We'll get it going, and then he'll get out of it and make his, you know, whatever. He he's really good at that. There, there's still money to be made, obviously, in properties and uh, large units and stuff. He's still all about. So, you know, but but for sure, I mean, that was a cool experience for me to learn the entrepreneurial side of things because through that, the bus was born as far as my story, and so I'll always be grateful to the wholesaling game, you know. For sure. So something else that we learned, too, while we were on the bus tour, before we get into the bus, yeah, was uh, that you explained this to us. You were like, well, like, uh, you know, geographically, my family are like gypsies. Oh, yeah. And we were like, the last time that I heard that was like on that Cher song, like, gypsies, yeah. tramps, and on the Andy like, Griffith show, oh, yeah. the gypsies are coming to town. Like, <laughs> so what, like, what, is it, what does it mean? So this is like a... That's why I'm glad this is a four-hour show. So that, <laughs> so no. Short story is my dad is 100% gypsy. My mom is 100% gypsy. So I'm the 200% gypsy. Obviously, uh, math. Uh, so no, I'm full-blooded. My mom used to tell fortunes like legit. They're, we're from California. I was born near San Francisco, and they lived that lifestyle. They had an arranged marriage. Their first date was the wedding. Um, they had never gone to the drive-in before or like hung out or went to a school dance because they never went to school either because that's not the lifestyle. Women grow up and learn how to take care of the family, so they always have a rag in their hand, and they're always cleaning and worried about the next thing to do and doing dinner and stuff. And then the men go out and cheat and then go make money by wholesaling a car They'll write a note, we'll buy your car, and just slap it on a car when they're at Kroger. And they'll and then just make money that way. Or um, other illegal transactions, or just, just find a way. They just find a way to make money, and it's very weird and odd. And 
we don't agree with it now. They have since become Christian and don't practice that lifestyle, but they did. And I wasn't raised in it. That's what's weird. So like, I'm weird because I'm not white, but you don't know what I am. And it's like, let's play a game, ask or like guess Adam's race. Like, I feel like I could do a comedy routine. Like, all right, guys, we're gonna start with a game. Guess my race. Like that, and that would be like a 10 minute bit. Like, you, guys you, know? have, you guys have one hour. That's how long this <laughs> <laughs> comedy special is on for. <laughs> right, so it is very odd because I wasn't raised with it. So everything that I'm telling you was just told to me. I don't even speak the language. I know how to say the bad words, and that's so about it. Like, is gypsy like? Is that religion? Is that so? Like here's the thing: you can become a Jew. You can become Jewish. Mm. Can you become German if you're born in Lithuania? No. You can become a German resident, but you, or citizen, but mm -hmm. you cannot become African. You you yourself can't. But well, since like the 1930s, nobody wants to be German, anyways. I feel like that was a, <laughs> right, bad, right. Wow. That was a bad example, Adam. <laughs> I'm just here for the comedy, so. Um, but just the same, you cannot become gypsy, even though you be, you can become Jewish. Uh, they come from Egypt, from is way, 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 way back in the day, mm. which was a Wednesday, by the way. Mm. Um, so no, so I'm actually a reason I don't like the term African American is because I am African-American. Mm. Where's Egypt? In Africa. Oh, really? And where was I born? I think it's the north part of the Nile, though. So, so where, <laughs> and where was I born? San Jose, California? <laughs> Pretty much USA? So I'm African-America. Make sense of that. <laughs> yeah. So I don't like the term, technically. Like, Ernie Els, the golfer, he was born in Africa. Charlie Theron, the actress... She was born in Africa, but I think they have American citizenship. They're African-American. They're paler than the two of you combined. Yeah. Well, the richest man in America is African-American, so. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> have you been thinking about investing in real estate? It's not like what you see on HGTV. We created a course to show you how to really invest and create a profitable flipping and wholesaling business. We give you marketing strategies like how to pull lists, who we target, and where we find the money. We go over sales, which includes live calls and negotiations, scripts, role-playing, and so much more. Everything that you need to know to flip houses is in this course. And if there's anything that we missed, we will create a video to answer your specific question. This knowledge has made us over a million dollars and we're selling it today for just $997. Click the link below. <laughs> I, re I rest my case, no more questions. Uh, no more questions, Your Honor. <laughs> so anyway, yes, we come from Egypt. We are dispersed all over. We don't believe in education because we think that that's wrong and we have it all right and you have it all wrong is what they believe, which is obviously upside down, but it is weird for sure. Well, so. it's kind of, kind of like entrepreneurship, just like sh shady entrepreneurship. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. You definitely could. It all ties in. So uh, when you bought the bus, did you buy it cash or did you finance it? What did it look like and how's it, how's it so, going? So both. We did a little of both. Um, what happened was I was wholesaling a property to a real estate agent and it didn't work out because the bathroom the main bathroom upstairs was in the main bedroom. So yeah, maybe for a family with a little kid, but you're not wholesaling that. Like the bathroom's in a terrible spot. I don't know why we took that deal, but it worked out luckily. But this guy had wanted no part of it. He's like, hey, I'm not interested. But later he posted, I need help with Brewhound bus. I said, what is a Brewhound bus? 
uh, because he did a terrible job of marketing it. <laughs> so, um, but it's up my alley because as a basketball coach, it's the same size bus that I used to drive. Mm-hmm. So the small white buses that you see driving around for not for special ed, which yeah, I could fit on that too. But for the sports teams, you know, they took they, they take the small white buses to get from school to school when they play, you know. So I drove that as a coach all the time. So when I saw the bus, I was like, that's right up my alley. That's what I've been driving for 10 years. Because it's a little daunting if you've never done it, like hitting the curb or, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little. So I was like, oh, man, that's cool. And he's like, look, this is my baby, but I don't have time. Real estate's kind of blowing up. I don't have time to run this. You completely run it. Just make sure the insurance is paid. I don't care. Make all the money. I don't need to make any money off it. Well, that is a dream, you know. <laughs> so I was making literally all the money, letting my friends, <clears throat> letting my friends jump on every once in a while for super cheap, and just having fun with it, right? Well, then it got to the point where I think we weren't raising a much, uh, raising enough for like insurance or something. It was starting. It was starting to slowly bleed them out. I think. Because it may, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of as far as, well, it was time for him to sell. Mm-hmm. And so I said, look, man, I don't want to insult you, but my number is here and it's like half of what you are wanting to do. So I'm not even going to put it out there. I understand if I need to be, if, if you sell it and then the guy wants me out and doesn't want me to run it anymore, I'm okay with it. I made a lot of money and made a lot of friends with it. And like, it was cool. So if it doesn't work out, no hard feelings. Do what you need to do, but I'm not buying it for that much. He said, "All right, man, I get it." He put it for sale. I don't. I don't think he got a single bite, to be honest. Um, and so he came back and literally dropped it like half the price. And so I'm like, "Well, now we have something." So, and I knew I get with sales um, a lot, like um, Obi Wan and, and Anakin Skywalker, that those who have the high ground. <laughs> will will win, right? And and I had the high ground because guess what? Here's the keys, dude. I don't need the bus anymore. So I'm not buying it for that. I'll just walk away. And when you find someone's tipping point or their spot that they need, like they really need to sell, mm-hmm. find out their why. And with with sales in general, whether it's wholesaling or anything, when you find out their why and you hit their spot and it's like, ugh, you've got them. You know, now not to take advantage. I mean, you, you shouldn't take advantage of people in that situation. But I had the high ground and everyone knew it, like because I could just walk away. So once he came down, it was like, all right, let's talk. You know, so my my buddies, we have a group text from when we coach together, even though we don't coach together, we're still like buddies. And so they knew every step of the way. They're like, hey, man, let us know when you have hot girls on the bus and we'll meet you out. I'm like, yeah, dude, Mitchell's, that's the spot. Let's go. Cool. Well, so they knew every step of the way, like, oh, it's for sale. It's way too much. They're like, dude, we'd be interested. Like, would, do you want to talk about what if this is a thing? And I'm like, I'm listening, you know, so it just made sense. So my two buddies um, that used to coach at Snyder, one is still there, still there at Snyder. Uh, we, the three of us now own the bus. And what we did in order to have a little bit of um, money in the bank as far as the bus hasn't needed maintenance, but, you know, obviously it's a thing. And so it's like when you bought this property here, this room is is fantastic. Uh, but you have to assume that if this was a regular house, that it would need work in the next year or two. And so you want to budget and have some money in there instead of 
paying it all up front and having nothing in reserves. So we could have bought it outright, but we decided not to and have some income coming in and really blow up social media and really advertise it better. Uh, we had some free advertising going on that's really helping as well, I think. And we gave away a free tour. If you liked, shared, and tagged someone that you would enjoy taking on the bus, that got us an average of like 15,000 eyes on it. Just the, our company, you know what I mean? We revamped the website. Like we're really trying to hit it hard and, and get the income coming in that way it's all about building up that account for if something happens, you know, so that's why we, we financed it, but it's been going really well. Um, brewhoundbus.com is the website and we have a special, um, which definitely that involves these Wednesday. Um, is it the first Wednesday of the month? I can't remember Mm -hmm. the meetings. Uh, so these real estate meetings, what I want to do is the first Wednesday of the month, after it's over, 15 people pay, or, or sorry, 13 people pay 15 bucks and we'll go afterwards to like two or three spots, wherever you guys want. And that is our special for Monday through Thursday. It's 200 bucks total. Wow. Not not per person, not what, total, divided See, by. That would be so cool if at the Real Estate Investors Association meeting they just had LTD Property Group, we buy houses right on the side of the bus. That would be amazing. Oh, my gosh. That's like worth it right there, right? Yeah. So, but that's what I want to do. We are having a deal already, and it's this Thursday, the first Thursday of every month. Do you guys smoke cigars? I think I thought I've seen I I smoke like once a year. Okay. Well, Well, let me rephrase that. I try to smoke one a year. I try to smoke too big a one and... I had my head out? between my knees. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, I, I was, don't get into it. I was yeah. just going to have a stroke instead. I enjoy yeah. it. I, it's becoming more like uh, I'll probably smoke maybe three three to five a year now. Because, like, honestly, I want to do it on top of the mansion, honestly. so. Oh, that I think we talked about yeah. that when, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be When sick. I did not see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit that or. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. Two, so the first Thursday of every month, which is starting this Thursday, we are doing a cigar tour, and you get free cigars. Wow. So not only do we get the free hookups that we get at every location that we get anyway, but you also get free cigars and can smoke on the bus. Now you say, ugh, who's going to have it the next day because it's going to smell? They have this spray that is, I don't know the name of it, I don't know what bottle it's in, but my guy who sold me on the idea said, I promise it won't smell. We have this spray and it is amazing at work. So the next day, the smell is gone, but you can smoke on the bus. You can already drink on the bus. That's expected, but you can smoke your cigar on the bus too. Wow. And it's at, um, you, it's the first Thursday of every month and you meet at, was it Copper Canyon where, um, corner pocket is in Fort Wayne. There's a cigar bar. So we meet there and then we take you to like, another you know another brewery then to rudy's by the tin cap stadium yep. get a free cigar there dang that's many cigars so yeah so you get probably two free cigars wow i mean so and, dude it's it's like 15 bucks <laughs> oh yeah like copper canyon tobacconist yeah and so cigar bar i didn't know tobacconist was a that's crazy, right like that's a thing dude. right yeah so we we meet there in the parking lot and we pick you up at like 5.30. You go there at 5, 
hang out with the guys, smoke one maybe. Then I come at 5.30, and then we'll go around, end up at Rudy's, get another cigar, and then bring you back where you can hang out there as well before they close. So it's great for them because they're getting business twice when you go and when I drop you off. And it's the first Thursday of every month. Just count on it. And if you want a ticket, you um, just go to Copper Canyon and buy your ticket. And then Copper Canyon will reimburse us is how we're doing it. So it's a good system. But imagine if I can do that. What if we say every first Wednesday of the month is you guys? What if we say every first Tuesday of the month is Chili's? I pick up people at Chili's. (laughs) Whatever it is, right? Yeah. So I've been going to restaurants who are not busy on Mondays and Tuesdays and pitching that. Like, hey, every six weeks, we'll pick you up. That's a good idea. You know, because what I'm thinking is like, you know, maybe you make that like a uh, like a company thing, like a company exactly. like, hey, like we're going to go and celebrate. We're going to do this once a month or whatever. Be then we fun. hit up like Dyster or like these GE or these companies. Yeah, yeah. You know, a company outing. I've done that uh, multiple times. But that at that point, I didn't own it. Now it's different as an owner. Yeah, you, you definitely yeah, hit it hard. Thinking. Yeah. Right. So because obviously we want the bus to run seven days a week, not yeah. just two or three. No question. Which is what it's doing now. Yep. So. We're still making our nut and then some, but it's like, why not quadruple? Why not? So that's that was gonna be my next question. Are you thinking like multiple buses in the future? Like, what's what's the future look like? So tell me like the next couple. Like, obviously you already got a plan for the next couple months. You're gonna freaking maximize and like come up with these new ideas. What's the next couple years look like? And then are you gonna rebrand to Sled Dogs because you'll have an entire team? (laughs) (laughs) I like that actually. That's good. Um, So our first thought was. Can we market to everyone with a dog drinking a beer? And I don't think nuns needing a ride to their airport would would purchase our bus, even though we're the cheap the cheapest thing in town. Mm-hmm. But if we called it, um, are people gonna steal this? All right, I'll just say it. <laughs> just Three, go just go to in.biz and pay the money. It's like ninety seven dollars. So what's funny is, good <clears throat> luck if you want to deal with the insurance and the DOT. Steal my idea, I dare you. Go ahead, because <laughs> it's a headache. But uh, like through your shuttle, if if we did something like that, nuns would buy that to for their trip to why Rome. You, why are you so stuck on the nun market, I don't know. Bro? I must have a thing. I don't know. As a Lutheran, I must be in the Catholics. I don't know. But it's like the nuns need rides, man. The yeah, nuns need rides. <laughs> Guys, what about the nuns? Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's people that go to the airport. Mostly nuns. <laughs> Adam Adam was just thinking, like, who would be, like, the worst? Nuns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, what's the exact opposite of the people that are normally on the bus? Because I need, like, a good, like, opposite. That way I can try to stay middle ground. Okay, nuns. That's it. <laughs> this is a solid bit. I feel like this 30 seconds needs to be the promo for the, for the show, for sure. But... The bottom line is we want everyone to be able to use it. Like if you're a nun, every nun (laughs) (laughs) or none of any kind. (laughs) Like we did a prom. I don't know if you guys saw on Facebook uh, Mm -hmm. last month. We did Lakewood Park, which is a Christian school. And we show up with a beer, a dog drinking a beer. And I'm like, it's cream soda. (laughs) But, But yet then I reached out and or someone reached out to us regarding Homestead's prom and they didn't feel comfortable because there was a dog drinking a beer. Yet Lakewood Park 
was okay with it. Now there was some muttering under their breath. I could see like, oh, there's a beer there. Like our kid's gonna be okay. I'm like, yep, you already paid your money, so we're good. I yeah. got I got the name. I just thought of it. No nonsense. Didn't with just a nun that's a nun's face. So two six O shuttle or Hoosier shuttle or three river shuttle or actually I think there is Hoosier shuttle. You can legit take Hoosier shuttle it's a van that will go from Fort Wayne to Indy they they do and that's a really good deal I've run it it's like $45 I'm like how are they making wow. money if only three people do it that's not you can't pay the driver and gas yeah doing that I don't know how they do it and to be honest and yeah and the buses are nice like wow. super nice but we want to do where it's like seating you've been on the bus so we took the seats out and it's limo style seating right and what we would want to do is if we did get a van, a larger van, still to do that. So that even if it was a shuttle, it's still cool to sit in a circle and not in rows. Um, so that would be the idea. But it's down the line. We we also are thinking about going to different cities then uh, that are untapped. India is not one of them. It is tapped. There's a lot of party buses and a lot of like brew buses in Indy, which is awesome. They have way more breweries as well. But... In untapped cities, if we can figure out and, and make that make sense, that's definitely a goal then, too. But And even, honestly, with the guys that I'm with, I feel like if we ran into another business that made sense for us as um, one guy that knows QuickBooks, one guy that knows how to talk to people, <clears throat> me, uh, one guy that knows how to handle like the behind-the-scenes things, because we have such a good team that I feel like it could be a business that's not – tour guide or not bus or not and we would still be open to it so if we come across something i feel like we would be open to it you know to answer that question but more buses is, is a thing for sure yeah that's awesome yeah um man i was gonna ask oh yeah is there anybody else in town that is doing anything like this so that's also the beauty so we've done our homework and i've been on some of the competition i.e the trolley and, and don't get me wrong, dude, the trolley is pretty sick because, like, you're hanging out the back. Even cops don't care. Like, it's cool. Yeah. But the, the driver has no personality. They're an Uber. They listen to 98.9 The Bear, whether you like it or not. There's no whatever. Uh, and it's not an experience other than you're on the thing that they're selling, the trolley, the limo, the whatever. And that's it. I'm an experience. I truly, truly am. And that's what I love is that all of our drivers have personality. They become your best friend. They don't sit in the bus. They hang out. They're taking pictures. They're doing boomerangs. If you don't know what a boomerang is on social media, then ask yourself, why are you even listening to this podcast? <laughs> because you don't know what you're doing. Dude. So anyway. My grandpa's probably listening to this. <laughs> is that an Austra is that Australian? A boomerang? Does it come back? I don't know if I like that gypsy guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about him. I, yeah. I didn't know what he was. Now I can name it. <laughs> yeah. Because of the education. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. Because of the education we did earlier. <laughs> I didn't know how I wanted to hate him, but now I do. <laughs> yeah. Dude, um, I got an idea. So, dude, in the mansion... Um, 
there's supposed to be like this one you area. had me at mansion yeah <laughs> but uh there's supposed to be an area that's like haunted or whatever so like that'd be cool if like you went around and like showed the history of it like okay hey guys here's the cemetery where they dug up this grave hey here's like an area like where he went to go get beer or something like we do some more history on it and then yeah. you do a tour and then like we leave it there for them and then like let them know hey this is available or whatever in this unit that'd be sick and then you do a ghost kind of tour thing yeah that is amazing i yeah people would love that because it's an experience like you yeah, said like dude exactly. you want to you give an people experience. an experience yeah and like we need more stuff like that in fort wayne because like you said for or indies tapped out and dude indies like booming so we want to like try to represent and do as much of that as we can so i think the mansion is going to be really good for that but yeah that'd be awesome to team up with something like that give them an experience and a reason to come to fort wayne yeah. and like to like go on the bus to like see fort wayne to have fun history dude it'll be well then be we amazing. could actually do something with the basement because the basement's just kind of there yeah we could dude i mean Ooh, and that basement's so cool yeah i scared the bejesus out of you <laughs> <laughs> really yes i don't remember oh man are you sure it was me um, well, it was like four of you guys, but I'm pretty sure you were in that group. It was because you were kind of leading everyone, and mm -hmm. I stepped into one of the rooms and shut the door. And as you got close, I just came out and it was no, like, it was me. Bah. Oh, it was me. It was. <laughs> I remember. I was <laughs> like, freaked "What out. the heck?" It was good. <laughs> It was at nighttime. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pitch black. Yeah, that was when we we were on the bus, bro. I say that oh, we were yeah. on the bus. Well, that was when we just recently found out about the stories too. So I was like already kind of like going there. <laughs> a little freaky. Yeah, I was like yeah. I don't like going there at night now that I've heard the stories about it. So yeah, we had gone to Happy Gnome, a couple other yep. spots, and everyone was like, "Oh, we should see the mansion." I'm like, just give me the address. Let's do it. Like that was awesome, man. That was that was Group, fun. There was like ten of us. Like we just all walking through and stuff. And that's what you're talking about. I just want to like smoke smoke a cigar up here. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dude, like, that yeah, same, the same thing awesome. with that basement though too, man. Maybe we like have some sort of like access to that only for the people who get a bus tour or something. Like they can get to see the basement or whatever, just if they get a bus tour. Yeah. And uh they could go in through the back too. Yeah. One, like, yeah, just go right yeah, there. go through the back only for change. that though, and then like you show them different things and like we could block off the basement maybe. The stairwell. Oh, we'll probably lock that door. Mm. Yeah. But uh, that'd be cool, dude. Logistics, but yeah, we'll yeah figure it that out. would be that, uh, that would be so cool. Because again, the experience is a big deal, and it gets repeat. I I can't tell you. I, I've lost track of how many, and I don't mean friends. Like you're you are a repeat person on the bus. You've been on it uh, multiple times, but I don't count you because I know you. But I can't tell you how many repeat business we've had from people who legit only reached out through the website who we who we don't know yeah. have reached out, booked the bus, and then booked it again because of the experience they yeah. have. And it's it's really about that in Fort Wayne. You can become someone's best friend in Fort Wayne very easily, especially through, oh, yeah, you used to coach at Snyder. Yeah, I think you knew my cousin, blah, blah, blah. Even if when it's a stranger, within seven things, what is that, seven degrees of yeah, Kevin seven Bacon? Degrees. Like, it's, it's three degrees in Fort Wayne. <laughs> it's like half that, right? So... Uh, I mean, just look at how we met. Like, oh, yeah, I knew you. You were at the Y or, like, whatever. It's just that's how it goes. So an experience makes it makes all the difference for the bus because yeah. people feel like, wow, this guy is our party planner. He's our bouncer. He's our chauffeur. 
He's our negotiator. Yeah, to get stuff. Yep. And like he's and he's our at least with me, all of our drivers do have good personality, but he's our like comedian too. Like I'm right. making him laugh. That you know, I'm cracking jokes, making fun of the guy who's drank the least on the bus. Like, what's this guy doing? Get him going. Or I'll play Thunderstruck. Have you guys played that drinking game? Huh. So here's a game for you guys. If if you have not played this, you I'll give you a couple seconds now. Pull up ACDC Thunderstruck on Spotify or whatever. Okay. Boom. You got it. Now, every time they say thunder, oh my the next person drinks. So you're in a circle and you drink. Now, if you think about it. That's a lot. Some, <laughs> it, somebody gets stuck. Exactly. Because there's stuck. that guitar solo mm. going for a while. Yeah. But if it goes thunder every like 10 seconds, it's not that bad. But every once in a while, it's like a minute 37 and you just go around. So it can get it can get pretty fun. So most people, there's at least one or two people that know the game that are on the bus. So I'll play it strategically. I'll play it on my premium Spotify. That's another thing. We can make any playlist you want on the bus. We usually people trust what I have because I can read people and know what they want if they want hip hop or country or Bob Seger. Those are the three things. It's hip hop, country, or Bob Seger because those are that's the clientele. No, no screamo, come on. No, man. I mean well, my a mom's little bit. Like the Bob Seger. Like my mom's the Bob you Seger. You see, and how did I and know that? Who else, who, who's country? A lot of females. A lot of females in Northeast Indiana are just country. Yeah, if they it's just walk the way it with is. Cowboy boots. You're like, yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it ain't that obvious. hard. It ain't brain. It, you know, it ain't brain surgery. So flat, um, flat bill hats. Yeah, hip hop. <laughs> because you get to know someone when you pick them up at their house. Like, hey guys, and you get their picture and they sign the waiver and you talk to them for a little bit. You're like, oh okay. Yeah. You got a Cadillac with rims, hip hop. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Like, you oh, have a Ford you, pickup truck, country. <laughs> right, it's not difficult. Oh, you're celebrating a 60th birthday, Bob Seger. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gotcha. So I have it all set. But if it's a good group that really have been hitting it hard, I'll just put on Thunderstruck and they'll be like, oh, <laughs> oh man, somebody's <laughs> going to get screwed. Yeah. <laughs> During the guitar so solo. That's, that's a fun game if you want to uh, forget the rest of the night. So uh, your one-third business partners, how does that work? What does that look like? So basically what, we've, what we're going to do is for the first year not touch anything and, and see what we can build up in our account and then go from there as far as do we want to take some equity out and throw it into, like we're talking about, for the nuns? Mm -hmm. What do we want to do for the nuns? Because they, they need a ride, guys. Yep. Um, so we'll go from there. But, yeah, I mean, it literally is, you know, everyone gets their third. You know, for if, if a sale is $600, then, you know, 200 200 200 We did make one guy, not me, technically 34%. And I'm totally okay with that. And he handles the books. So, uh, but other than that, yeah, I mean, it's it's just split the th the three ways. And if if we have to redo like the air conditioning, you know, as it's like ninety degrees now, um, you know, we just take that out of the account. You know, we have our credit card and stuff, and do it that way. After the first year, we'll come back and probably reassess what we want to do. But for now, that's kind of the the deal 
So how do you guys make money too? Because it sounds like maybe you have deals with uh, the restaurants that you partner with. So you have a set price for the people who are going to go on the bus tour, and then they get discounts on the food and the bars that they go to, but they still have to pay, but you still get them coupons. So are you getting a percentage of the sales from the bars that sponsor you or you sponsor or partner with? Right. So good question. So all of your questions have been pretty stellar, I got to say. Um, so, but we don't get any kickback from the brewery slash restaurant slash winery, whatever we're doing. But what we do is we want to look better as a company and we want to offer options because you look more credible in general if you have more options. If I were to say we can either go to Hop River or Hoppy Gnome, which would you like? Okay, you pick one, whatever. But if I say, here's the 11 spots that we can go to, what would you like? You're like, holy cow, dude. It's just better, right? So it just makes us look better. And so all I did was, when I wasn't an owner of the bus, I took it upon myself to meet with these owners and said, I'm taking over a Brewhound bus for the owner. I'm the GM, basically. I'll be running things. Here's my thought. What can we work out so that I can bring more people your way and I'm going to handle it a little bit differently? I'm going to get a hold of you the Monday beforehand instead of just showing up or instead of just calling the day of or the day before. I'm going to give you five, six days notice. How does that sound? Well, what's he going to say? Of course, he loves that. And he's going to say, "Okay, I'm listening. So what's the deal? I say, well, what is your easiest, cheapest, fastest food cost item that you can give my people when we come? when it's planned out and they're like every place says oh guacamole oh breadsticks oh nachos oh whatever it is so it was a no-brainer but it's all about how you come at them and more wanting to help them not say not with an attitude of well what are hey i'm gonna be doing this what are you gonna do for me and like puffing your chest because they'll just but and some of the owners and gms i personally knew and it worked that so i can so i started there so the GM at Hoppy Gnome used to be my roommate, and we served together at Chili's. So I went to him and said, hey, what do you think? And I'm thinking of doing this. What do you think about that? And he's like, yeah, man, we can do guacamole. Like, that's no big deal. Well, what do you think I said when I went to the landing? Hey, you know, uh, the Hoppy Gnome is mm-hmm. doing guacamole. Oh, well, we can probably do waffle fries. Cool. What do you think I said when I went to Three Rivers Distillery? You know, hop, not only Hoppy Gnome is doing guacamole, but the landing also does waffle fries. All right, well, I think we can do spinach dip. Well, now we got something here, boys. Yeah. <laughs> so now you don't want to be the one, the odd man out, because what's going to happen? No one's going to come to you. Mm-hmm. Also, these people, I think, are smart because they're realizing that I'm tagging them every single time. People are tagging themselves at the location every single time. What we have noticed is that has been huge. Did I say that right? Huge. Are you letting deals fall through the cracks because you don't have good systems in place? We've been there before and we've tried several different CRMs and Ari Simply has been the best. Ari Simply tracks your KPIs, does automatic follow-ups for you, and even records your incoming phone calls. The system is simple to use and has more features than we even know what to do with. If you're looking for a great CRM, try Ari Simply today. We put the link in the description. Check it out now. astronomically big for people to tag themselves a selfie 
and then tag at Brewhound Bus because all their friends that don't know about Brewhound and mm-hmm. don't know me are like, what's a Brewhound? They click it, it takes them to the page, and they see videos of us. We had granny night, all these 30-year-old women dressed up as grannies. You guys are smiling just hearing it. You're like, dude, that's that's cool. Dress them up as nuns, dude. Then you, that'll make you happier. That will. That will. So that's the idea. Social media is huge. You guys utilize it very well, I got to say. Um, it's So it's a thing. People either get on the bus, huh, figuratively, the social media bus, or you're off. But it really does work, and so I think – most owners and GMs kind of have an understanding of that, and they're like, yeah, this makes sense to give away this stuff free because everyone's still buying a drink, and they might now buy tacos or a pizza on top of it because they're already munching on something. Yep. It is funny because uh, I remember when I was in the car business, like I feel like I was one of the first people that ever did it. There was not very many people in town that took photos with their people after they sold the car. So uh, every single time, I'd add the people on Facebook, I'd take a photo with them, and tag. then I, and then yeah, tag them in it, and then tag all of their MFR. friends, yeah, all their <laughs> friends just saw. Oh, he, they just bought a vehicle from this place, from this guy. Dude, it's not that hard of a concept. No, like, it's really not. But no, but it's untapped it, in general, it, it man. It is a game changer. I mean, like that. That was a game changer. And then I even took it a step further. I went and then made magnets for these people. I sent it to them as a thank you thirty days later and said, "Hey." Here you go. Here's now a you're gift. In their brain again. Yep. And now I'm you on just their fridge. Left their brain. Yep. It had been exactly. what you said four weeks. Yep. So we have an email campaign to go out as soon as they forget about us. Yep. Please make sure you leave us a review. It helps the algorithm. No Google the Google search, which I am very proud to say our Google search is doing very well because people tell us all the time that oh I just put in one little thing to search and you guys are the awesome. first thing to come up. Like, dude, that's what it's about. Like, and it's amazing when you. In Fort Wayne, for sure. I feel like Fort Wayne over other cities, when you take care of people, it comes back around when you take care of them the right way. And, you know, someone will ask like, hey, man, it's our bus tour is over. Would you be able to go? It's like two miles out of the way and drop this guy home. Yeah, man. Like, I'll do that. Like, they remember that. And like, really, it was 11 minutes out of my day. Like, for the people that have become my best friends over the last four hours, like, yeah, man, I'll take you home. Like, it's not that big a deal, you right. know, but they love that they're they say that later. Oh, the driver would went even went out of his way to help us out. And like that books more tours. Yeah, you know? no question. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if you should lean into the bar thing more instead of like trying to be in everybody's bus because you're, you're talking about the nuns and we're talking about like the bar thing and how you could probably scale and build that and like how it's doing well on social media. I even came up with the name bar nun just now <laughs> we're in that we're in that zone just hitting the nun i don't think we'll ever leave again. this zone <laughs> bar none <laughs> we're the best bar none <laughs> dude yeah we get free cover at any bar any bar that charges to get in we get free cover um late night life we do that solid we do breweries wineries guys night out i can get you a discount on axe throwing Wow. Um, we do a deal with like get your nails done. Not 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 you guys, but you know maybe for the ladies more is what I'm thinking. Get your nails done and then go to the winery and then come back to Hoppy Gnome and get free guacamole. Like, dude, there's not too many women that would be like, well, that's stupid, right? I mean, come on, yeah. Because ninety percent. Oh man, that's and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, good luck getting a trolley. Yeah. For that, dude. Right. 
and or you want to pay a thousand dollars for a limo to do that right. like it's not it just doesn't make sense so right. we're the only game in town and we're very proud of that and the experience that we can create for people that I started 13 months ago. Bar and none. Now, bar none. <laughs> As an owner now doing it, it's just even more exciting. You know? So Love. you do some podcasting too. Yeah, so that's become a passion. It's kind of crazy. But I own a podcasting um, production company called Caraggio. And what happened was my dad published a book called No Word for Love. Because in the gypsy language, there is no word for love, which is very sad. Because in their own native tongue, a man cannot tell a woman that he loves her. Like, you, he, it's almost like you can say, I like you like a fat kid likes cake. Like, there's that kind of love, but it's not real. But there's also no word for divorce. So it's like they, they get some things right. Like, they don't divorce. They just, you're just in it. But, so he wrote the book, No Word for Love. And he published it under his own publishing company instead of looking for one. He just made his own called Caraggio Press. Caraggio is the Greek word for courage. So I took that and took his little logo and flipped it around and said, can I just call it Caraggio Media? And he was like, yeah, how much money you got? <laughs> no. As his you know, only child, uh, which we discussed the reasoning behind that, uh, he said, Briefly. yeah, and what I need to do, you know. So basically I have five podcasts under my belt that I'm kind of in charge of where if it's just some are just audio so they're a lot simpler uh, this one I love because you can catch it on YouTube and see how ridiculously good-looking we are which is a plus but some are just audio and I get that and that's easier for me to deal with obviously uh, but the idea is also you guys are definitely no stranger to watching a presentation a video by someone who you think you trust i.e ryan pineda so you watch his thing it's solid you're like this dude knows what he's talking about at the end he sells you right like okay so for a couple grand you'll get this and this you're like what did you guys say i'm in mm -hmm. right well so this guy kevin schmedlin is from philadelphia he started a podcast called philly who and it was about the um, the doers, thinkers, and inspirers of Philadelphia, the people who make up Philadelphia. Uh, he had Kevin Nagandi on. Kevin Nagandi was the first Indian-born but native of Philadelphia to be on SportsCenter, to be one of the anchors. Pretty cool. So, like, his story would be probably pretty cool. So he had him on. He had the guy uh, who writes for the whatever the famous newspaper is, the Inquirer or whatever, he had the editor on, you know, so he had the kind of famous, we say Fort Wayne famous, like someone's Fort Wayne mm -hmm. famous. You guys are Fort Wayne famous, right? So you would say like, okay, you have those people on your show and it was called Philly Who and it blew up and then it tanked. So he did the cardinal sin of podcasting is what everyone thinks. He took it off the air, hmm. which consistency is key is what we're all told. What he realized is no, do it right, figure it out first. So he took like six months, really hacked everything, algorithms, figuring out what works, what doesn't work, rebranded six figures right away. Then he stopped that, that podcast and did a podcast called Grow the Show. I highly recommend it. Kevin Schmedlin, Grow the Show. 
and it's for podcasters who want to grow and monetize their podcast. That's literally what it is. So I've been a disciple of his now, and me and my dad bought into his course. And so everyone who is under me gets the tutelage of Kevin. We get two personal calls a week. Um, he lays out a course. I'm sure it is very similar to any course that you guys have would preach about as Bible. That is amazing, right? You, I could, we don't have a long enough show to talk about Ryan Pineda, do we? Of all the stuff that you've done, right? Right. Well, I would say the same about Kevin Schmedlin. He's that good. Wow. And so the stuff that I've learned in one in in less than one week time, I started a Facebook group and it has almost three hundred people in it. Wow. Called Enjoy Fort Wayne, and that will be the show. And oh it's, yeah, I'm in that Facebook group. That a boy. You're going to be on the show as well, and so are you. So um, I just down the line it'll, it'll happen because the idea is to talk to the prominent people of Fort Wayne about what they're excited about mm. shouldn't be too hard should it mm. so and you can see why there's a lot of excitement for it because when it's done professionally which I have all the production behind me and all that stuff when it's done professionally it looks like Netflix it looks like a real deal it's gonna go and when if, if I have the mayor on board the owner of Coney Island people like that on board it's a can't miss mm. so the idea is to have a new co-host every week and then to interview someone of prominence, the mayor, the owner of Coney Island, uh, whatever it is, some of the famous paint, the Fort Wayne famous painters, um, Jake Patton, Theopolis Smith, those guys are insane. Uh, so you guys would be, you would be my co-host for week 19. You would be my co-host for week 32, whatever it is. So uh, you guys just don't know it yet, but I figured I would tell you now because you can't say no on camera because that's awkward. <laughs> right. So no, you have to agree. But um, and a lot of these guys, uh, they'll make great. You guys will make great co-hosts because also you'll pitch what your thing is. Mm -hmm. So talk LTD all day, baby, all day. So that's why it's a no brainer, because everyone I get has something to plug and is passionate about their thing that they do. Well, so that's what you talk about as a as my co-host, and then we'll interview the prominent person, the owner of Coney Island. And I have a couple set questions that we always want to ask, but you would come up with your own as well. Like, so I hear that you sell a lot of hot dogs. Um, how do you feel about buying houses? <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Totally. Like, have fun with it. Like, you're the co-host. Like, you have fifty percent say of what we do. Like, and then we get B-roll footage of, for example. As a co-host, I would ask you, like, all right, Tony, what is one of your favorite things to do in Fort Wayne, for example? Just give an honest answer right now. Uh, go to Frankie Park. Okay. My daughter. Dude, love that. So let me ask you a question. How hard would it be if I said, hey, next Wednesday, let's meet at Frankie Park so I can get some footage of you um, hanging out? I'm not twisting your arm because it's something you enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. But now when I have you on the show, the B-roll footage is not just us talking at the studio but then it, it's also you enjoying Frankie Park if you would have said I like to go to Rusty's ice cream then we'd get you with like a little ice cream on your face like mm -hmm. you know and now we're plugging Rusty's ice cream mm -hmm. so who's not gonna be in for that like everyone's gonna be like well we're getting free advertising every time then the idea is to blow up and now we charge mm. so work with your friends they're all free and then they don't have to pay. And then once we really get rolling, then Johnny Insurance Company, who wants to be a sponsor, yeah, all right. So that's the idea. And it's called Enjoy Fort Wayne. And it will be the, we'll talk about, like Nelly was just here a, f 
like a month ago, right? Like mm-hmm. you're a lot of Nelly? people. A no, lot Nelly of people was already here. Yeah, and a lot of people didn't know until they saw it on the news and they were upset. Wow. Whereas with me, I'll tell you, like 311, I love 311. They're coming to the Clyde in uh, September 11th. It's a Sunday. So hopefully that's not breaking news to you listening to this. But if it is, just know there's a show coming that is going to say all that. And it's going to interview the Fort Wayne famous people that have the most interesting stories. So that's that's my idea. I like it. And you're in it. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Is there anything that you're struggling with right now? Anything you need help with? Man, that's a good, that's a really good question. I feel like, do you guys ever have in? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, we have it down. (laughs) Obviously, like you have a table and everything that says it. (laughs) There we go, table. So like not not just with the podcast per se, but in general, do you guys ever, and maybe this is why you buy so many courses, but do you ever figure out that there might be 37 steps in the in the task, but you're like, I'm not sure what, what step one is. I feel like I know what the 12th step is, but we're not there yet. How do I, uh, you, you want to make sure you get it done properly and you want to do all 37 steps, but you're like, I don't know what's first and what's 15th, and I don't mm. know what 33 is, and I, but... That's why we bought the course, because mm-hmm. he really is mapping out everything. That's why I started the Facebook group. Next is getting the emails. Uh, ne- you know what I'm saying? Like, there are yeah. legit, you know, next is shoot a real quick short um, to introduce the show. The show's going to, we're scheduled for June 21st, the first day of summer, and it's a Tuesday. And I've done some research that Tuesdays are good days. If you remember back in the day, buying a new CD at Best Buy, they came out on Tuesdays. Mm. So Tuesday's kind of a thing. Um, so the fact that the first day of summer is on a Tuesday is perfect to start up a, a show yeah. called Enjoy Fort Wayne the first day of summer. And it gives me enough time because it's it's not even June yet as we as we have shot this. It's not yeah. June, I'm sure. Yeah, I, got people see it. I got a book you should read. Okay. It's called uh Your Next Five Moves by Patrick Bet David. And uh basically it talks a lot about what you just talked about. So, you know, they talk about uh, grandmasters and chest or whatever. You know, yeah. there's so many moves ahead and all that stuff. Well, he said basically, like, you shouldn't be that many moves ahead. At the same time, you shouldn't, like, not know your next move either. You should be about five moves ahead. So, like, if you got your next steps and one through five, you're good to go because then you can not be in analysis paralysis, but yes. at the same time still have some sort of direction of where you're going. I love that. And we talk about that. The owners and I get together every week, and uh, we are in a few hours. And... I'll bring this up because we are always the last 10 minutes. We're always like, all right, next, next move. Like, mm-hmm. and that's where we have the discussions of like, when you asked the really good question, Tony, about, are you getting a kickback? Because that is the next step. So we have, we are providing a great service to these breweries and bars. And it's time that we, that maybe we think about how to get compensated for it. Mm-hmm. So if we bring you five tours in a month, you give us whatever it is but like that's next level thinking is what we're trying to what does that look like is that a thing is it not are we just good the way it is because we are making good money on the tours themselves are but those are questions that we have to ask and figure out and have good conversations with with our network that we already have good people like i said for the last 13 months, I am plugged into the brewery scene, the mm-hmm. owners, the GMs, the people that work, the bartenders. 
so I can have a candid conversation like, what do you think? What does this look like? But it took work. You didn't just do, yeah. I didn't do that the first day I met them. You know, I right. didn't ask for free guacamole the very first time That's right. because it wouldn't work. So it's, a, it's about building relationships. I mean, look at the three of us. Like, we've built a relationship over, you know, a couple years where whenever we run into each other, it's always like, oh, what's up, dude? Like, remember when I beat you 11 to 0 in pickleball? <laughs> like, it's like, it's just that way. Like, and I can't wait to have you guys on the bus again or to play ping pong later or whatever it is, you know? So relationships is where it starts but next five your next five moves i wrote that down yep so uh the next thing that i want to talk about is uh when do you want to schedule a, a boxing match <laughs> no i'm <just> kidding <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna beat your 11 to zero yeah <laughs> yeah no kidding like uh give me three years so for tony to train me that's a, that's one of those two hits two hit uh, one hit yeah. to the face and one hit, yeah, on, yeah, the one hit to the floor yeah so uh your this is i'm so a lover girls not a fighter <laughs> Hey, fighters make the best lovers. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's my saying. Um, so your one message to the world. We do this with every podcast guest. We've had a lot of fun uh, having you on and uh, joking about things and that sort of thing. But this is the more uh, dramatic yes. question. You have one message to the world, a legacy. Uh, it could be a billboard, a paragraph, a mantra, something that you want to say, or something that you want people to know. And... Uh, it's just your your speech or your last words. My, uh, I have a dream before speech, yes. before you die. You get to pass on one. I I love that, and I actually wrote it down here for my notes for uh, my show as well. Is the same kind of thing with these entrepreneurs that we're gonna have on. It's mostly gonna be entrepreneurs when you think about it. The owner of Coney Island is an entrepreneur. The mayor is. You guys like whatever it is, and so it's more for the entrepreneurial spirit. Like, what is your message and I'm gonna and I wrote down billboard as well like if you were to rent out a billboard what what would you want it to say and so I love that question but on my show I'll be the one asking it which means that I haven't thought about it like that mm -hmm. so the fact that you asked it is awesome um, I would want people to know that the idea of we've always done it that way, sucks. <laughs> um, I, my dad was a, I mean, he's a retired Lutheran pastor. I was baptized Lutheran. I've been going to Lutheran church my whole life. And that is their biggest downfall is, how come you guys don't want to do this to bring visitors in? Or how come you don't want to do this? Well, we've never done it that way. Yeah, dummy. Don't you see that, that the way you're doing it doesn't work? exactly my point we've always done it that way and they don't get it through their heads and it's stupid and i think not just lutherans i think humans in general there are so many people who work their nine to five job and instead of practicing at 6 p.m something that they can do to make money instead of doing that they complain about their nine to five and turn on the television and and they're okay with it. Now, if you are truly okay with it, then the only three words I can say to you is God bless you. That's great. But if that's truly not what you want, then throw away the remote, dude. Like, don't turn on the TV. Instead, find something that you're passionate about. And, dude, Google, YouTube, there are so many things that if you're passionate about, you speak two languages and you're passionate about 
having someone be able to understand if, if they're hanging out with you. If, if you speak Spanish and English and you have Spanish-speaking friends and you're passionate about not having them not feel left out, then and you but you don't speak Spanish perfectly. Well, instead of turning on the TV, take courses online or watch YouTube videos on phrases you can use more or and then find out how you can maybe make some money as an interpreter on the side or like find your side hustle that is inspiring to you that you will do at midnight and that you will do for free for a couple years. And that's what I've done with podcasting. And I've quit my nine to five. I'm completely in on this and I'm going to monetize all five of my podcasts will make money. And the bus obviously is already making money, but I'm all in. I quit my nine to five insurance job. I'm not doing anything with insurance. I don't care about it enough. I don't care if you have insurance. I love you guys. You guys are pretty cool. I don't care if you have insurance. So it's not a good idea for me to sell it. Mm -hmm. So I have to do things that I am 100% passionate about. And I feel bad for the people who don't get to do what they're passionate about. They work their nine to five. It pays their bills. But then all they do is complain. Stop complaining. It doesn't do anything other than keep you in what you're already in. Mm -hmm. So my one thing to say is, Find something that you really want to do outside your nine to five and work on it so that you can do the thing that you want to do later. Love it. Cool. Well, thanks again for coming on, bro. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks guys. This was awesome. Happy that we met you uh, two years ago. Yeah, man. I think it was Starbucks is where I met you. I can't remember. Where we were. Maybe Panera. I yeah. Doing a whole, yes, Panera doing, I was, so that was another good idea that we had was to meet with wholesalers yep. and find out that way we could develop relationships. That was another, yep. it's all about relationships, man. And he found out that we don't pay no money for houses. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, he was like, all right, so I'm writing like, this down. Right. Yeah, he's like, so where, where do you want to pay for that house? Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, all what right. what zip code then, will you pay money for? Below yeah. what we pay. <laughs> all right. Right. And all the zip codes. Cool. <laughs> I'll send you guys a house and <laughs> that you guys uh, were the craziest meeting for sure. <laughs> People had like legit, I want this, this, and this. Boom. And you guys were like, Yeah, we'll take it all, but we'll only pay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we will buy anything. Uh, hoodie up and buy. For fifty percent. Yeah. That is true. Well, sweet. Thank you guys for watching. Appreciate you guys. You got any where where do they find you, Adam? Yeah, so uh, brewhoundbus.com is where you can find all the information. $200 special for the summer, Monday through Thursday. $200 gets you the bus divided by 13 people. Four hours. We'll do, we'll go wherever you want. We get free stuff wherever we go. Um, and then we're your go-to for bachelor party, girls night out, guys night out, whatever that that's obvious. We're donezo on that. Um, so brewhoundbus.com. We are on, um, and these two new apps that I've created, I, I forgot to tell you guys about, um, Facebook and Instagram. They're brand new, so check those out. We're on those as well. Um, so thank you, guys. Cool. Yeah, guys, go check out the Brewhound bus. It's awesome. We've been on it. Super fun. Sometimes uh, Adam will even let you hook up your phone to the music, so that's that's a good time. Yes, sir. So cool. Thanks for watching. Peace out.